Merry Christmas, and welcome to this week's episode of Seeking Proof, Finding Grace. I'm your host, Ron Campbell, and this week, as with every week, maybe this week more than any other week, I want to encourage you with the most important truth in the entire universe. God loves you, and he loves you so very much he gave everything for you. And on this week's episode, we're just going to talk about the Christmas story and why it is so incredibly important. You know, the most valuable thing in the entire universe is not the gifts underneath your tree. I hope you got some good presents, and I hope you certainly gave some good presents. But the most important gift is not the ones that you find under the tree. The most important gift is the one that God gave for you. And that is the true meaning of Christmas. That is what we're here to celebrate. That's what we're here to talk about. You know, I mentioned a few weeks ago, Christmas is different. The Christmas season is different. There's not, you know, you you get one day off for Christmas. Maybe you get, you know, half a day off for Christmas Eve or a whole day off for Christmas Eve. But, you know, in terms of vacation time... There's not a lot of difference between the 4th of July or Labor Day or Memorial Day. You get, you get a day off, and that's great. But there's something unmistakably different about Christmas. There is something that brings all of us together. There is a hope and a joy. And we have unfortunately started to forget what that hope is. And I want to go back through some of the, the verses and scriptures that we've talked about as we look back on this. You know, we started off the podcast in those early episodes, and if you haven't had a chance, I hope you'll consider going back and listening to those early episodes. What was God's purpose and what was God's plan to bring us back into relationship with him? We started all of this with Ephesians chapter 1, and I want to go back to that before we actually get to the Christmas story. I promise we'll get there shortly. Ephesians chapter 1, starting in verse 3, says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Just as he, God, chose us in him, Jesus, before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Jumping down just a little bit that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, in him. You know, we've talked about that verse, and we've talked about that passage. And what that passage tells us is, before God laid the foundations of the earth, before Jesus laid the foundations of the earth, he recognized that it was going to take him going through the cross to bring us back into relationship with him. All of creation, according to Christian theology, is an opportunity for us to accept a relationship with God in all of eternity. So everything that we see around us is a very teeny tiny moment in time before we step into eternity with our Heavenly Father. This moment, this very important moment, gives us an opportunity to reestablish relationship with God. God God created us in relationship, and we walked away from him. And the single most important thing in this entire universe, to the creator of the universe, is you. You are the most important thing in the entire universe to God. But how does God bring you back? And that was where we talked about God's purpose and God's plan. You know, C.S. Lewis puts it this way, and I, and I, I love this quote from uh, Mere Christianity. But supposing God became a man, 
Suppose our human nature, which can suffer and die, was amalgamated with God's nature in one person. Then that person could help us. He could surrender his will and suffer and die because he was man, but he could also do it perfectly because he was God. You and I can go through this process only if God does it in us, but God can do it only if he becomes a man. And Lewis's point there is, by God laying down eternity and becoming one of us, he brings that, we, we described it as currency. God brings within himself the ability to reconcile everything that was lost. So knowing that we've walked away, knowing that God's got to get us into relationship with him, and it's going to take the hard way, not because God has a problem, but because we have a problem. Knowing that it's going to take that, God created the world knowing that it was going to take him going to the cross to die and suffer to save us, to bring us into eternity with him. And he said, you know what? You're worth it. You are worth the life of the creator of the universe dying on the cross to reconcile you back to him. You're worth that much. I'm worth that much. God recognized that, and he, he established that going into this. You know, we talked about in the Old Testament how God actually showed up in person. The thundering, booming voice on the mountain, lightning and thunder and all of those things, and it didn't work out because it did, there's no doubt the children of Israel knew that God was who he said he was, but that didn't establish relationship. So God recognized the perfect way to come to us was 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem. And that's how God came to us. He was born in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago to a poor Jewish couple, slaves to the Roman Empire, essentially. But he came as our servant. He came to save us all lowly, meek, and humble, to bring us back to him. He came with open arms, giving everything for us. And that's what the Christmas story is about. So when we read the Christmas story in Luke chapter 2, it's easy to miss the narrative. It's, it's fun to watch it on Charlie Brown. It's fun to watch, you know, Linus get to the end and say, that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. We all love that. But the important part in all of this is so easy to miss. It was for you. And that's what the Christmas story is about. So we're going to read the Christmas story and just walk through what this means. And, and I want you to look at it from a different perspective. It's all for you. Everything that happened, this is the gift to you. And it all began that day in Bethlehem. And it came to pass in those days that a, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place when Quirinius was governing Syria, so that all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone about them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings 
of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And so it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which was told them, which was told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. I, I, I don't want to use a cliched line, but that's what Christmas is all about. Christmas is all about an offer to you. Christmas is all about seeing you come back into relationship with God. And God began this process when he laid the foundations of the earth, recognizing it would take him going through the cross. But 33 years before he went to the cross, it all began in that little, in, in that manger in Bethlehem. It all began there. You know, I hope along the way, when you reach that moment of saying, there is enough evidence, I'm ready to take a step forward, and I'm ready to step into relationship with God, don't wait. Don't wait. You don't have to answer every question. I think I've mentioned this before. You may have questions for God, and that's wonderful. Bring those questions to him. Some questions are really important and need to be answered before you step into relationship with God. Other questions, probably not so much. You know, there are questions you can answer in a relationship, inside the relationship, and they maybe make more sense when you do. But don't hesitate. When you reach that moment of saying, I'm ready. I'm ready to step into relationship with God, and I'll figure the rest out along the way. That's okay, too. But when you're ready to take that step forward, all it takes is a simple prayer. And all you have to do is pray something like this and mean it from your heart. Be ready to do business with God. Jesus, I accept you into my heart as my Lord and as my Savior. I know that you are God's only begotten Son, and 2,000 years ago he gave you to us. I am a sinner in need of a Savior, and I know and I believe that you carried my sin debt and sin debt of all of mankind to the cross, and you paid it in full, and I accept your sacrifice as payment in full for my sin debt. You were buried in a tomb, and on the third day God raised you from the dead, and you now sit at God's right-hand side in heaven, ready to come back here to gather us up to bring us home to heaven to be with you. Jesus, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your sacrifice. I thank you for your blessings. And this time of year, Heavenly Father, I thank you for the gift of your Son. In Jesus' name, I pray all things. Amen. That is what Christmas is all about. That amazing gift of salvation. You know, you can have presents under the tree, and if you never open them, you never really take possession of them. This gift has been given to every single one of us, but until you open that present, until you accept that gift of salvation, it's not really yours. You need to open that gift. You need to start a relationship with God. He died for you. He gave everything for you. And 2,000 years ago, it all began when he gave his son. 
He gave his only begotten son for you. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's podcast on this amazing Christmas morning. I hope you'll consider hitting the like and subscribe button. If you've enjoyed this week's podcast, I'd love it if you stuck with us. Next week, we'll talk about a couple more questions related around the Christmas story and a couple of last conspiracy theories to handle, questions about Luke and that whole thing of uh, the decree that went out from Caesar Augustus. We'll handle that next week. As always, you can reach out to us with any questions you've got at our email address at prooftograce at yahoo.com. You can find us on our website at prooftograce.com. And you can always find our podcasts on YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify. Thank you so much for joining us. And have an amazing Merry Christmas. And I hope that you're ready to begin that most important relationship with your Heavenly Father. He's been waiting for you this whole time. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.